Hi everyone, and welcome back to Game Bros! Oh my god, it's been so long, and today's episode is episode 38, and bro, I missed you, I just missed you! Oh bro, I've been missing you, Jesus, <laughs> it's been too long. Hello I everyone, I mean, uh, you will realize soon enough throughout this episode that, you know, we didn't... It's not because we had excuses or anything, but a <laughs> lot of things actually happened uh, to all of us. But yeah. I would just start this episode by saying that I'm really happy that we're recording today. Yes. I, I, I miss this. I miss you so much. So <laughs> I think it's going to be great to have lots of topics to discuss about. So, bro, here's a good one. <laughs> Probably too many topics for today's episode. Uh, <laughs> in any case, yeah, a lot of stuff happened. And so we'll probably have different parts today in our episode. Uh, but one of them, and it's a pre pretty serious business because uh, you know, uh, guys, that we've been in this pandemic for like two years and a half, even more now, I don't remember. But um, basically, my brother and I, even though we don't live in the same spot on the planet, we both got COVID uh, recently. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel? That's bro? crazy. I mean, mm -hmm. bro. I mean, first of all, like I, I, I joked about that with you before, but like mm -hmm. we are so in sync that our families had to catch the damn virus at the same time, <laughs> which is like so ironic if you think about it. Bro, I. What can I say? I actually like really thought that I would never ever catch COVID. I don't know Same. what happened. I mean, maybe it's because like when I was in the US, there was this huge wave, like one of the first ones, you know, like 3000 people losing their lives every single day. Mm -hmm. And we, we were there like trying to protect ourselves as much as we could. And, you know, we managed then we came back to Brazil. Things were really bad when we came to Brazil. Mm -hmm. Now everyone is fully vaccinated. I took yeah. three shots. Kaney, my wife, took three shots. I really thought I was immune to it. So I, I, I must say that I, I'm still surprised that I caught it, bro. Yeah, and that's pretty much the same for us. And I would say that because the kids, uh, basically we got the vaccines accepted for kids uh, from six months to older, basically. Uh, mm -hmm. I would say three weeks ago, something around those lines in the US. And just before getting COVID, bro, my two kids got their first shot. So we oh, were- no way. Yeah, so we were kind of feeling like, oh my God, we are pretty much out of the woods. At some point we'll be able mm -hmm. to like do stuff again and boom. Uh, like a week later, so I would say that they got their shot. A week later, my kid, so my son, Gab, tested positive. And it was a shock. It was a shocker. And let me explain how it worked, like uh, the, the way it worked. He, he, we, we tested him. So he had fever that day during the night, but not a big fever. It was probably around like 38 degrees Celsius. So it's not big. It's still a fever though. Uh, so you have to like monitor the fever. And so I was like monitoring the fever during the night, basically. And it was like fine, you know, like 37.5 to 38 tops. And I was like, man, mm -hmm. that's okay. And uh, so gave him Tylenol just to make sure that everything was fine. He was responding very well to Tylenol, which was interesting. And the next morning, uh, basically, my wife was like, hey, 
just in case. It was on Saturday. Uh, it was a Saturday. And my wife said, hey, just in case, we should test him. So I was basically <clears throat> testing testing him just for the sake of it. You know, I was right. sure that the test would come back negative, as it usually does. Mm -hmm. You know, like every time we tested, it was negative. So it was more of a routine thing to do. You know, oh, symptoms, yeah. flu-like symptoms, uh, cold-like symptoms. Let's test. When I saw mm -hmm. the band, when I saw the band, I was not destroyed, but I was in shock. So I went to Pauline and Pauline was basically giving a, a lesson to a student at that time. So it was a tutoring and she was in the bedroom, was playing with the kids, entered the room, showed her the te test and she was like, no way, just do another one. This morning I did three tests for Gav. Every every oh. test fucking came back positive, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I tried everything to just not to see the band, so I diluted the sample and I was like, eh, that's fine, it's gonna be negative this time. The band was thick, it was there, and I was like, oh my god, my son got COVID. Okay. What should mm -hmm. we do now? And uh, basically, the following week, uh, my my daughter like got COVID. My wife got COVID. I got COVID, but I was um, I was pretty like lucky in this case because I pretty much did not get any symptoms. Uh, my band was extremely faint, um, but because I was exposed for like eight plus days. I consider myself that that faint band was probably my COVID too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so, and I yeah. still don't have any symptoms at this time. So I was lucky. But bro, if I'm not mistaken, your COVID did not go the same way. It was not a great COVID, correct? Oh, bro, it wasn't great. I mean, it's hard to say what is a great COVID. No. <laughs> my, mine was a the great The greatest COVID. one is the one that you don't realize you yeah, have. Yeah, mine, right? mine was a great COVID, you know, like because with my <laughs> symptoms, I probably would have never tested because like there was nothing. Yeah. So if COVID was what I had, it's, it's nothing. It's not even a cold because right. I'm still a bit congested, but I was congested mm -hmm. before. So whatever. Ah, oh, bro. Bro, that's great. I mean, good for you. But yeah, for, for us here, it was, um, I think, as intense as it was for Gab. So okay. um, uh, we, we texted each other. And I remember, like, it was crazy because I told you I had COVID the same morning. You told me, guess what? Gab just tested positive. <laughs> so that was a journey. And I... So, bro, the, the thing is, um, I still don't know where I got it from which is crazy because, you know, like, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It's not like I've been wearing a mask everywhere I went. And there was a, a, a traditional party here in Brazil. Uh, it's a winter party where, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's a very traditional thing. Uh, every June and July, we have this kind of party everywhere in okay. the country. And, and so Kenya and I haven't been in one of those since forever because you know ever since we moved to to the us pretty much and then finally we had the the opportunity so we we're like let's do it and and the party was really nice we didn't actually you know like we didn't share glasses or anything with anybody mm -hmm. but and the place was like wide open okay uh but still it was pretty packed yeah and not very many people wearing their masks and so 
I ate a lot during the party, so I probably gave a lot of opportunity for the virus to, you know, jump in, <laughs> and it did. <laughs> but bro, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just speculating because you know, Kenny and I apparently didn't catch at the same time, and we were together all the time. Okay. Yeah. But it turned out that you know I was at work, mm -hmm. started to feel really bad, really shitty. Um, and and uh, so I went to, to the nursery at, at my company and I told the nurse what was happening. And bro, like my test was like, I, I think I, I sniffed the test and the band appeared, like it was so fast. And, and you know, the nurse has been testing people for so long now. She just knows when it's a false positive or not. Yeah. And she was like, Paulo, you, you have it. So now <laughs> I'm, I'm what, what's going to happen? Exactly. So, so she kicked me out of the company, you know, uh, and, and then I just called Kane and I was like, we have to go. Mm -hmm. We came back home. The, the rule is if you're feeling all right, you can do home office. If you're not, then you just, you know, lay down and rest. Nobody's going to care. My manager told me like a hundred times not to work. But you know me, so I kept working the whole day. Of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> And, and, and bro, the funny thing, or it's sort of funny, is that so my, my symptoms started to get worse and worse. So I had fever. I woke up in the middle of the night with like a lot of body ache. Oh. But because Kenny didn't develop any symptoms and she tested mm -hmm. negative, mm -hmm. uh, we, we isolated ourselves, you know, like in the house. So I got the office. It's a man cave anyway. So uh, <laughs> it, it was a pretty easy choice for me. Uh, and Kenny stayed in the master bedroom and we were like wearing a mask all the time mm -hmm. inside the house. We barely, you know, had a meal together. And when we did, she was like several feet apart of me uh, mm -hmm. in an open space. So we tried to do everything we could to avoid her getting it. Mm -hmm. uh, but the nurse actually said, like, I'm pretty sure she already has it because you guys were together. She's just taking a little longer to develop the symptoms. Mm -hmm. And she was making fun of me all the time. But she was like, you know what? You don't drink enough wine because I kill the virus with all the wine that I take. <laughs> and I was just like, she was actually convincing me. I was like, okay, if you say that again, I'm going to drink a bottle right now to see if I get healed. <laughs> But bro, I mean, two days after she fell ill, mm -hmm. tested positive immediately and had pretty much the exact same symptoms from, you know, uh, body ache to fever. Uh, and, and now uh, she and I are both doing great, but we okay. still can't smell much, can't oh. taste much. Oh, no. So, so yeah, that, that's a bummer because, you know, we love to eat. So Oh, yeah. And... Pauline is the same. So Pauline lost the uh, smell and taste, I would say for probably three days. And now she's mm -hmm. recovering. So like the first time she was able to smell something again, she was like, oh my God, it's coming back. And I was like, yeah, I mean, okay. Because I did not lose smell or taste. So I cannot oh, even bro, imagine. so lucky. I cannot even imagine what you went through. And uh, we are, of course, and I want to say that to the audience, I'm laughing because I know that we recovered very well, uh, but we mm -hmm. still understand that COVID is still a big thing. Uh, right now, those variants are like basically the new one, BA4 and BA5 are basically taking over. Uh, they are yeah. spreading like crazy, but a good thing that we have for now, and I was reading like some of the scientific journals and so on, they seem to spread very fast, but 
luckily enough for now they are not very bad in terms of symptoms so like basically a bad right. covid would be what you got but we mm-hmm. don't have so many people in the hospital just the way we used to see for covid one or for delta and so I, I feel like we are probably also entering a new wave, like a new phase of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact of like getting endemic probably goes with viruses like those, you know, variants that can yeah. infect a lot of people very fast and then just calm down probably. So a mm-hmm. new wave kind of. We never know. But what we have to say to the audience is that we were extremely careful for two years and a half. We did not try to get it, but still, at some point, we got it. And those variants are like spreading like crazy. So it suffice one person in your family, like you just have one in your family and you basically get it. I did not try to isolate. um, And for a simple reason, my son is three years old. I do not feel like telling my three years old that I'm gonna put a mask on my face because he's contagious. That's a choice that I took and I knew mm-hmm. that I could potentially like develop bad symptoms, <laughs> but I was like, I don't want to be that dad. You know, I am i don't want to get COVID, but if it's from my son, I, I would get it. You know, that's okay. With If it was only Pauline, I would have worn my mask. Like, I would have slept on, yeah. the, on the couch for days. But with my son mm-hmm. and daughter, that's not happening. I was there. I had to be there during the night. I had to give them uh, medications. I had to monitor the fever. And for me, it feels mm-hmm. so bad to just wear a mask, you know, with your babies. I did not. Pauline did not. Pauline um, got bad COVID as well. I mean, just like you, pretty much. Um, she recovered fully. She's still positive, but she's on the on the recovery path. I would say. Uh, basically, she has just a bit of a sore throat still, uh, still congested, but that's pretty much it. She's recovering the taste and the smell. So, yeah, awesome. COVID is COVID is not great. We knew it. Uh, but it's it's weird to finally get it. It's not through newspaper is, this time, right? It's us. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, what a was, journey. It was really, I know, bro. It was really unexpected. And I mean, I'm, I'm so happy that we all went through it and we are all healthy and yes. happy and even laughing about it. And yes. I mean, um, I, I think I'm, I'm with you 100%. I think uh, we are evolving with this virus right Mm -hmm. and i mean things here in brazil right now and i honestly can't tell if that is right or not anymore Mm -hmm. but what i can tell with like data is that right now in the city where i live in around 350 people are catching covid every day wow so the numbers are pretty high Mm -hmm. but the hospitals are empty yeah so people are not really developing any bad symptoms. And I mean, I didn't cough once okay. during the, the the infection. So, of course, it, there is a very uh, strong combination of factors here. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, fully vaccinated people plus weaker viruses that is spread quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and bro, I, I think we have come to realize, for example, right now with inflation all over the world yeah the a, a virus that will very likely not kill you i mean like at, at this point i don't know if there is much statistical difference between the actual flu 
and COVID in terms of like how likely you are of getting seriously ill. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if, if, for example, people start saying things like, or, or, you know, like raising the question whether we should go for lockdowns again, I think that would be horrible, like yeah. horrible, like catastrophic right now, mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. Brazil seems to be finally holding on to the, the inflation. It, it apparently finally stopped going up. Mm -hmm. So we are expecting it to slowly go down now because mm -hmm. we've been raising the basic interest for, for a few months in a row. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you can already see the consequences, you know, like sometimes I am in the supermarket with Kenny and lucky for us, we have wonderful jobs. And of course you complain about the price, but it's not like it's going to make an actual huge difference in our lives. Same. But I actually hear people saying like, I have to choose between rice and coffee. And I was like, oh my God. That's just like hurtful, you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. So, bro, I think we 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 got in a point mm -hmm. where I am like really putting two factors in a balance here that I never thought of. Mm -hmm. The first one is is how bad the damage would be mm -hmm. if we if we act carelessly and and we let you know the world economy go to shit even more with war and and everything else. Yeah. And the second thing is the isolation per se, because, you know, yeah. Ken and I stayed away from work. We didn't leave the house whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and, and I mean, I started to feel really lonely and it was like only a week or so, a week and a few days. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, I, and I felt really lonely, mm -hmm. like, you know, I, I was radioactive or something. It's actually yeah. a really bad feeling, like, you know, people... I was afraid of interacting with people and I was like, Jesus, that's like mentally mm -hmm. really bad for you as well, right? Yeah. So, bro, at this point, it's very hard to say what is the, the right way to go, but I'm just really, really lucky that, you know, you guys recovered so well that we are fine. And, and I mean, I'm, for our listeners who, you know, might have been with COVID now or, or will have COVID in the future, don't freak out. Take really good care of yourself. Drinks lots of water. Yes. And I mean, it will pass. Right, bro? Yeah, that's that's one of the bottom line. I was, and my wife particularly, she was really against. Uh, I mean, against. Of course, you're against COVID. Like, we were never going to, like, those COVID parties, you know, like, just to try to get it. <laughs> but Pauline was kind of, like, fighting the fact that she would get it once. You know, it was kind of, like, one thing that she wanted to avoid, basically getting it, mm -hmm. you know. And so when she got it, she felt like she lost a fight. And I also told her, it's also good for your sanity because somehow you got it now. You realize that it was not a big deal with BA5 most mm -hmm. likely. I mean, it's not Delta. I'm not comparing with old waves of COVID that right. pretty much destroyed so many lives. It's still exactly. killing some people. And of course, we are like very sorry about that. But like, it's not our fault that we got COVID because we were part of mm -hmm. the ones uh, wearing masks and getting fully vaccinated with boosters and so on. So, of exactly. course, it's a touchy subject. It's hard to talk about it, but I feel like we were part of the population that was trying to not get it. So now the reason why we laugh about it is because we finally got it as expected somehow. Uh, we did not expect it, but like 
it's a virus, a virus will find a way, mm -hmm. especially this kind of yeah. viruses. Uh, we are scientists and we, we kind of knew it was probably coming one day. Probably not this variant, exactly. but maybe in the future. And so that, mm -hmm. that, that fits pretty well with the fact that we are trying to reopen fully the economy and uh, trying against like those supply chain issues. Going into lo exactly. lockdown, in my opinion, would not make so much sense. And I'm kind of glad that my wife realized that COVID was not great, but at the same time was not killing her, that now we can mm -hmm. basically go outside uh, without a fear of getting it because she got it, you know? And going through this once, you know, that probably the next time won't be a big thing, you know, you don't like it, but at least you can live your life, you know? And so yeah. I'm kind of glad that <laughs> this happened just so that Pauline uh, opened her eyes, you know, on the, on the fact that, yeah, of course it's a bad virus. Yes, of course we do not want to get it, uh, but if you get it, it's not the end of the world, not with those variants, in my opinion. Of course, I was lucky enough not to get a bad, catch a bad COVID, but um, I was exposed to the same viruses as everyone else. Like everyone was shedding viruses, as I told you before, in my house, mm -hmm. everywhere. And yeah, I, I got pretty much no symptoms out of it. Still still kind of congested, but I mean, uh, would, would you not go outside to not catch the cold? No. You know, cold is no, fine. Absolutely if, not. Even exactly. with the flu, you know, you would travel even if you risk getting the flu. So, yeah, we yeah. have to probably like put everything into the balance now and knowing that with those variants, when we'll have more data showing that it's pretty much like a flu pro probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like we, we should embrace life again and probably like do more stuff. And yeah, of course, like if you're going to, I don't know, like a concert, you can wear a mask, you know, I'm not against it, of course, like being in a crowded environment in, indoors, I would probably like still wear a mask just for the sake of it. And it's not just for COVID, it could be for the flu, for instance. Exactly, uh, but could be, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. But going to a restaurant, like eating at a table, I would even enter the restaurant without wearing a mask now because it's like, mm -hmm. hey, dude, like it's it's okay you know we have to live our lives like the worst thing may yeah. happen in the future we are not in the phase where delta was a thing and delta was bad this one was bad oh yeah yeah exactly bro and i mean i think that closes the case and i mean i'm, I'm not gonna like as you were saying all this stuff and i agree with you 100 like i i have come to realize that life is too short mm -hmm. i love living my life to the fullest i live in a gorgeous city there's a wonderful river running really close to my house mm -hmm. lots of things that i want to do and i mean the things that we do actually you know raise money create jobs i mean there's so many more things involved that Bro, I, I'm, not, I'm not going to be one of those idiots that, you know, it's in constant denial. Whenever they offer the fourth uh, booster for us, I will be the first one in line. Yeah, same. And I, I still believe in the vaccine. That's one thing that same. people ask me. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, you, you got COVID when you, and you took your, your vaccine and a booster. And I was like, well, and I'm here right now, aren't I? Mm -hmm. I don't know what would have happened if I didn't. So Absolutely. to me... 
The vaccine was wonderful. That's all I have to say about it. And, and I'm going to take another one as soon as possible. So absolutely. And if I, if I may, bro, what um, a journey, you know, like I got fully vaccinated with a booster as well. And I'm also and I feel lucky because in my case, it was probably the vaccine that worked. You know, I cannot say that 100% sure. I cannot be 100% sure of this. But in my case, I developed pretty much no symptoms. And is yeah. that because of the vaccine? My scientist part inside tells me yes. You know, of mm -hmm. course, my wife developed pretty like not nasty symptoms because she's still around. Like she pretty much lost like taste and smell for three days. But what would have happened without a vaccine? That's super scary. Exactly. I wouldn't even take a chance, you know. So like exactly. for, fourth booster, like fourth shot, I would take it now, you know. I mean, if now is the time, or, I mean, not now because I got COVID, but um, yeah, give it mm -hmm. to me, you know, just give it to me. Yeah, I, Absolutely, yeah. bro. Absolutely. Exactly, bro. So, I mean, that's that. I mean, I'm really happy <laughs> that we went through and, and we are here now talking about it healthy and happily. Yes. Absolutely. And bro, um, I, I think it's it's a great moment for us to jump to the next uh, subject because it, I'm, I'm so curious about it, like about a few things. But I, I just have to tell our audience that recently mm -hmm. I uh, received a call <laughs> from this really nice HR person who was asking me about Guillaume, my brother. Mm -hmm. and, and I mean what a pleasure to be a reference of someone like you and i mean <laughs> i'll try to forget the fact that you're my bro and i love you and i'm just thinking about guillaume as as the scientist and the professional i've always known <laughs> and i mean bro it was very easy to answer to all her questions with examples and circumstances and bro like my answers were rock solid just because you know we've been we worked together for so for so long so <laughs> I had an immense pleasure to give you the strongest recommendation ever. And I want you to tell the crowd if it worked. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. It worked. Uh, I, <laughs> thank you. I got the job. And one thing that I have to say before we talk about this new job um, is that uh, this HR person, she called me like, I think it was two days after your call uh, because I gave two names, um, like two great collaborators that I had in the past, meaning you and another one uh, that we, uh, one of our colleagues in the, in, the, in the lab. And so what she told me is that you guys were amazing and that it was the first time she was getting so good references. She was like, we knew your uh your application was strong but your references they are top-notch and i was like oh thank you <laughs> and then she Aww. she offered me the job so just Aww. so you know um of course i do not know if you played a big part of the on the decision but i i, I feel like you did um and i'm so grateful because yes i'm switching jobs soon so Wow, bro. What a journey. What a journey. That, that's exciting. Oh my <laughs> God. That's really exciting. Bro, yeah. And I so, mean, I'm, <laughs> go ahead, bro. <laughs> no, I, I was just going to say that I'm like so happy for you because, you know, 
I heard a bit about the job description. I think it's a 100% match for where you're at in your career right now. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to be wonderful at it. Mm-hmm. But bro, I, I want you to give me a bit more details now. Absolutely. To me and our audience, like in terms of what is expected from you moving <laughs> forward in the company now. <laughs> so, yeah, I and just to be fully transparent with everyone. So I've been with my current company, Lumina, for a year and three months now. And basically uh, in June, uh, I think it was in June. Yeah, it was in June, uh, probably like very close to my birthday. And I felt like it was a sign. I got contacted by that a specific person, so recruiter slash slash mm-hmm. HR, uh, telling me uh, that she wanted to get in touch with me because basically she saw my profile on LinkedIn, you know, like the drill, you know, like that's usually what they do. Right. I usually get like those kind of emails like three times a week. Usually I don't pay mm-hmm. too much attention to them. But in this particular case, uh, I knew the company. So it's a startup. Um, much smaller than Illumina, of course, but uh, it was a startup, but I know that they have a good product. And uh, basically, and I was super straightforward, probably not the best applicant in the world, but I was like, you know that I love my job right now, so I just want to know more about the base salary. What an asshole, Mm -hmm. what an ass, whatever. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That is awesome. (laughs) And uh, she replied pretty much right away, Uh, She was like, oh, I'm super excited that you're interested. Yeah, like the base salary will be uh, like that we are doubling your current salary. I don't want to get into Mm -hmm. details because like it's not going to like tell anyone like what what it means to me. But basically when you when one company offers to double your salary, you have to consider it. You just have to. Right. And so. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. So let's 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 do it. And so. I had, I'm gonna like cut it short because like it was a lot, it was a lot. So I had like seven or eight interviews uh, in total, including one that was giving a seminar in front of like 10 or webinar in this case, because it was on Zoom, uh, in front Mm -hmm. of 10 person, 10 specialists, uh, because this job is a manager position. So right now what I'm doing at Illumina is uh, I'm an application technical sci- technical application scientist, the other way around, so TIS, technical application scientist, meaning that I'm helping customers with complicated projects to help them sequence uh, and like have their experiment being successful. So I'm mm-hmm. an expert with next-gen sequencing and I'm trying to help them uh, like carry on with their projects, basically. So I'm the expert and I'm trying to help them. That new position, I will be a uh, um, scientific manager. So sci- yes, science, scientific manager, whatever. Um, and basically I will still do technical support, but this time mm-hmm. as a manager. And I, of course I was interested in the idea because it's not the first time I'm discussing with my manager within Illumina to try to get um, management position, you know, not necessarily being a manager, but like trying to supervise more stuff, you know, just to try to grow. But my current company is so big that right now to grow takes time. And I respect Mm -hmm. that. And I told my managers already, I respect that. And when you get the opportunity to go somewhere else and getting and the, the, the chance to grow elsewhere, 
you also have to consider that even if you like your current company, sometimes you have to take those opportunities. And that's what I felt uh, like about this opportunity. I was like, that's not something I really want to do 200% now, you know, but I feel like it's the best for me to go forward, you know, trying to grow mm -hmm. because I feel like I can grow now, you know? And it's hard because when you love your company, right now I love Illumina. I don't want to leave them. You have to take a decision somehow. Mm -hmm. I have a family. We are four now. We have a house. We have inflation, as you said. And so like everything was kind of like cycling in my head, you know? It was not an easy decision to take because on paper, as soon as I got the offer uh, from this other company that I'm not gonna disclose today, uh, because now is not the time. Um, I'm gonna join them soon, but we'll discuss about this later. Mm -hmm. um, and basically what happened is that I had two options, either grow within Illumina and probably like within years, you know, like probably like in five plus years being a manager, which is fine for a lot of people, but I'm the kind of person that likes to take risks somehow, you know, trying to grow faster. I, I like to mm -hmm. learn. I like to, I basically just like to grow. Like that's the way I am. That's one way I would define myself. Um, and so, yeah, I had this like big decision to take. Uh, and I discussed with my current company, they tried to raise my current salary. So like they were like, hey, uh, what if we raise you by 25K? And I was like, eh, no, you know, like that's, that's not enough because basically what I will be getting is like a $50,000 increase in terms of base salary. And with bonus, mm -hmm. it's gonna like go through the roof if I meet uh, like the spe specifications and so on. So bro, it's, it's insane. It's a very large salary, like very high one, but it's a startup. So you also have to know that this may not be forever. This may be just for mm -hmm. a year, for instance, but I'm willing to take that decision today. And some people may call that weird because they have two kids, but putting that on your resume, knowing that you will be able to basically build a team from scratch and getting to know the management position because you're recruiting, you're building the stuff yourself, you will learn, you know, like th those are a lot of soft skills like involved there. And so I, I, I like this opportunity um, because right now, if I had to take a management position within a big company, I probably wouldn't take it right away, you know, because mm -hmm. you have more stakes. Like you, you should not fail within a big company. With a startup, it's not the same because you will grow, but you will choose the, the way you grow. You will recruit the people that you feel fit for that position. Within a big company, it's not exactly working this way. You have a big HR department that is selecting some resumes. Uh, you usually like just discuss with some person, but like you're not the only one taking the decision, which I will for that position. So I'm taking that. I took the offer. I will be starting August 15. So it's in a month now, close to a month. Uh, and bro, I'm extremely excited. 
it's gonna be fun because it's like jumping from a 7,000 people company to a 250 people company. So like a big, okay. big move. <laughs> and mm -hmm. the, the way that new companies moving and growing right now, instead of like just recruiting non-experts, they are trying to grow the other way around. So like they are building the team from the leadership. So they have leaders, they will recruit managers, and then the managers will recruit people if needed. And I like this idea. So right now they are trying to find people that are great at their job and trying to kind of steal them from other companies, which happened mm -hmm. to me. And so we will be building the teams. Instead of like just having the leaders recruiting like some people that you have to train that do not know so much and you may be losing time and then later you will recruit a manager it may be complicated too so they are growing the other way around like leadership to uh like employees basically i mm -hmm. like that i like that so i will be given that opportunity not as soon as i start because i will still have to be trained for like some factors and aspects of the company but I'm expecting to probably like start recruiting around like November, something around those lines. Okay. And so that's super fun. You know, I'm excited. Uh, it's a big thing happening. One of the only downside of it is that um, I, I accepted the offer, I would say like two weeks or so ago, like probably three weeks ago. And like time is killing me right now because I'm still working within Illumina. Uh, I gave that uh, to my manager because I was like, I know it's sudden. I know I did not tell you, but mm -hmm. I was not ready for it too. Uh, and so basically mm -hmm. I gave uh, my team another month uh, just for them to be able to replace me. I feel like it's fair, but right now, because two weeks or three weeks ago, I was extremely excited and now I'm just waiting. You know, I just want to start and that's a weird position. <laughs> That's a weird position I'm in right now, but that's that's fine. It's life. Um, and yeah, so big manager position coming in uh, August 15, bro. Extremely excited, extremely excited. Couldn't be more excited, actually. Um, and you know, uh, I mean, you know, uh, it's in. Uh, it's very close to um, to the Soak Institute. So it's um, close oh. to Torrey Pines, the golf course. So... It's very close to Illumina too, so like basically my, my commute time will be roughly the same. So it's fine, mm -hmm. it's fun uh, that I did not have to like go like someplace else, you know, because some people are taking jobs exactly. and like moving elsewhere in the US. So that's not even something I will have to do. Bro, I'm mm -hmm. ready for your questions because I know that you have questions. Oh, bro, that's, I'm, I'm oh, I start by saying how happy and proud I am. <laughs> and I mean, um, I must say, like, you know me, like, I've been uh, studying a lot yes. in terms of, like, business and companies and mm -hmm. not only because I work in a company, but also or, or most especially because I'm an investor. So, yeah, you sort of, like, learn how to develop a sense of, like, taste for good business. <laughs> and, of course, if you read, you, you learn a lot of skills. and. Yes. Um, and I'm going to, I think I already referred to this book a few times and I'm going to do it again because I think it's very eye-opening, uh, Good to Great by, mm -hmm. by Jim Collins. Mm -hmm. And um, one thing that I, I remember about his book and about 
you know, basically the the cases that he studied for companies that really became something else. Um, it's funny because, you know, like at least I always thought that the very best companies first had a very like an exceptional uh, strategical plan, like they knew exactly what to tackle. I, I always thought that was the first thing to do. Mm-hmm. And he basically shows in his research very nicely that first comes who mm-hmm. and then what. Yeah. And I think that was very eye-opening to me because this is happening in my company, in my opinion. I mean, the amount of money that my company invested in bringing people like over mm-hmm. is incredible. So like you see all these new people all over the place and I mean, they all have PhD and they all went abroad and they speak two to three languages. I mean, wow. it's a very enticing environment in that way. And I mean, the way that you described what your company is doing sounds exactly the same thing. They, yeah. They're like, it doesn't matter if we're going to spend a bit more money now hiring mm-hmm. the, the right people because they will show us the way, right? Yeah, so absolutely. that sounded very much like what the book would suggest. Yeah. And the second thing that you said, bro, that I, I, I think it's really inspiring. I mean, you know, it's a big position, you yes. know, and, and you know that you're, you're going to have a lot of duties. And, and I mean, one thing that shows me that you're ready for it is the fact that you are so humble about the way you describe it and about the things that you're going to do. Because I remember uh, reading in the, in the same book, like uh, sentences of the very best CEOs. So the very best leaders of all time. Uh-huh. And one thing that they all had in common, they were very humble. Mm-hmm. And most of them spent, I don't know, 10 years as a CEO. And during the 10 years, they were basically fighting every day to prove themselves that they were worth it of this this job, this position, because they didn't believe either, you know? Yeah, so yeah. they're like, I'm not gonna be the guy who says, you know what, I can run this company, I'm the fucking president. They were like, Jesus, I'm gonna have to work my butt off and I'm going to have to, you know, be surrounded by really good leaders, otherwise I'm not gonna do it. Absolutely. And so, bro, I, I think you're like in, in, a, in a right track. I think uh-huh. it's awesome that you did it. Uh-huh. Um, and, and your family will obviously benefit from it, but mm-hmm. you as a professional are going to grow a lot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, bro, I, I couldn't be happier. And, Thank you. And I think like one of the questions that I have is like, have you had the experience of, you know, dealing with people like with your own team before Yeah. in a sense that like, you know, you have like tools such as like, I don't know, um, all the soft skills, all the hard skills, all the literature that people usually read in order to be able to deal with people with their personalities and influence them to be accountable and ready to work. So how does that feel for you? Because that, that's different. That's, yeah. that's crazy, actually. No, that's, that's crazy. And uh, that's an amazing question. And bro, the, the reason why I was hired, I think partly at least, is that I had an experience in the past. So um, Mm -hmm. I was uh, working at McDonald's uh, back in France um, and I was 18, 19, 20. Like I stopped when I was 23, 22, something around those lines, just before my master's. 
Um, mm -hmm. And basically, I did not ask for it, but I was soon in a kind of management position. So I was training new members. So I was a crew trainer, uh, like a year after I joined, so very fast. Um, so basically, yeah. I was training people. And what uh, the leadership realized soon enough is that I was like good at training. Um, and so they gave me more responsibilities. So basically, I was uh, managing part of the restaurants. Uh, so like, for instance, uh, that could be uh, managing people in the kitchen, like doing burgers. Of course, it's not exactly the same, but soft, soft skills are soft skills. Exactly. And I was yeah. basically doing also one-on-ones uh, with employees at this time. So it's weird when you're like 22 and like telling someone that is like 35 <laughs> what they should be doing. Um, I feel like today um, I have kind of a background behind me, you know, PhD, postdoc, working at Illumina, uh, this experience at McDonald's. So I feel like I don't have to prove stuff. Uh, I mean, you mm -hmm. always have to prove stuff, but it's more of a, I feel better now if I have to manage a team than before, <laughs> than what I used to do when I was 22 with employees. And of mm -hmm. course, McDonald's is not the same deal, but um, I developed a lot of soft skills at this time and I was basically being nurtured by all the managers there. And of course, it's not exactly the same because different company, different environment, I was young, but you remember, you remember very fast, you know, you know, for instance, one thing that I uh, listened and like learned very fast was that every employee is different and giving them the chance of, of doing one-on-ones with you uh, giving them like the chance to give you feedback, you know, and for you to give them feedback without everyone being around, you know, stuff around those lines. Um, also, the fact that every employee is different, so you will not tell them the same thing the same way, which is interesting, but that's also mm -hmm. management. Uh, like a good manager will not be the one telling or sending an email like describing everyone like to everyone else. No, that that would be par, par, uh, poor uh, management. But yeah, I, I have soft skills. Um, one thing that I did during my postdoc was a leadership workshop. So I was doing mm -hmm. um, um, trainings here and there, like it was once a month with uh, people uh, trained, uh, leaders basically, uh, that were giving us the skills on how to first realize what kind of leader you want to be. And that was super eye-opening because at first I was like no but management is about like managing people but they were like no you have to understand yourself before managing mm -hmm. people and that was great so I did a, a disc um, a disc training so I know that for instance I'm an eye so I'm enthusiastic so am I <laughs> yes of course you are <laughs> of course you are <laughs> and yeah. we knew it right and so uh, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and so I'm an eye but I, I also have like a slight part of myself that is a D so I'm an ID mm -hmm. um, but mostly I and what is funny is that as part of myself, I'm enthusiastic. I love to brainstorm. I, I love to do all of that, but sometimes I want to get things done. So that's my D part. You know, like it's okay, mm -hmm. actionable. Let's do actions. Let's do something now because it's not like it's fine to brainstorm, but at some point you'll have to do, 
do things. And yeah, yeah. so this, this training, uh, very uh, eye-opening uh, experience in my opinion. One other thing that I did was crucial conversations. So, you know, like with high stakes and like how to deal with those very like important conversations that you may have and face in the future. So I feel like the soft skills are there, you know, but now the big challenge for me, and I know it, is that I will have to put them in practice because it's going to be the first mm -hmm. time for me putting them in practice now that I have all of these skills that I'm aware of, but I never had the chance to put them in practice. And that's also why I'm joining a startup to be a manager there. Because for me right now, like being a manager within a big corporation, I don't feel like I have uh, like all of these uh, background, you know, of like, sh am I the one, for instance, I have a lot of senior members in my team. And at mm -hmm. some point, my managers were kind of discussing like, but do you want a bigger position now? And what I told them, and I felt humble, but I feel also like it's the truth. I was like, I don't feel really ready for this yet within Illumina. You know, mm -hmm. like if you give me mm -hmm. that, who would I be? I would be the guy taking a position because he got an offer somewhere else and try to leverage that to be a manager now. It makes no sense. Like everyone will mm -hmm. hate me. And that's also something that I learned. You have to self-reflect a lot. Like growing is also a huge part of like self-reflection. Understand what you want to do, uh, what you want to be, and where you at now. And now I feel like I would be a great manager as part of a smaller corporation. And in this case, it's a startup, mm -hmm. not too small, because, and I say startup, it's not a startup anymore because they IPO'd last year. Uh, so it's a company, but it's a small company. And I, mm -hmm. one last thing that I wanted to add is that I had the chance to discuss with a lot of my leaders within Illumina. And by leaders, I mean SVPs, uh, general manager, VPs, and mm -hmm. so on. I had this chance, that's, that's, that's huge, you know? And with one of them, I spent 40 minutes chatting, like one-on-one, -on -one, drinking wine, insane, whatever. And one thing that that's I awesome. I know, one thing that I learned that day is that sometimes you will get opportunities. The big thing is whether you will take them or not. Some people do not want to take those opportunities because they do not feel ready. And that one, when I got the offer letter, I was like, I'm blind if I don't see that as an opportunity. You know, like that mm -hmm. would be stupid of myself thinking that this is not the opportunity for me today. And reflecting back on what we discussed with my VP and SVP at the time, I was like, then I should just take it. Even if it's not exactly what I want, you know, inside, because I love Illumina, mm -hmm. I love what I do. I was like, that's an opportunity. Mm -hmm. I should not miss that because if I miss that today, I will probably regret it at some point. You know, remember that mm -hmm. I did not take it and I may, may have, like sh should have taken it. So bro, big things happening to me right now. Uh, extremely excited, extremely excited, but I have to be very humble too because 
I will have a lot on my sh on my shoulders, but I like the fact that I will have the opportunity to to kind of grow within the new company before starting to hire my first uh, employees, and I like that idea too. It's more of a yeah, I'm gonna grow within the company, try to learn like what is going on, what we are doing, for which reasons, and then you start recruiting. And yeah, like mm -hmm. I, I love that. I love that. So, bro, that's exciting. What can I say? <laughs> oh, bro, it's really exciting. Oh my god. I mean, I'm, I'm again. I'm so happy for you. And I mean, I have been. Um, offer the opportunity to to develop skills in managing people as well yes when i joined uh ctc i had two people working uh yes. in my team now we have five <gasps> i just interviewed another researcher for my team just like on friday wow. and so bro like i i i must say like it's awesome to have all these people working with you it's just awesome and it's such a huge responsibility at the same time i mean yeah. when i look at my goals for this year like my my heart beats so fast because like there's so much stuff that i have to do <laughs> but then i look at them and these guys are like really like just there 100 saying like give me my task and i'll do my best in order to deliver and and that is so powerful and i and I try to influence them in a very best way possible mm -hmm. by just realizing what they need the most from me. So some of them want pure knowledge. Like they, they're like, they're, they're like, Paulo, I don't know how I'm going to produce this protein. This protein is different from everything I've ever produced. Okay. They want me to just sit down and study the whole protein top to bottom and come up with the very best strategy to produce it. And that's what is motivating to them. Like they look at me, they say, this guy knows what he's doing, so it's gonna work. Mm -hmm. And for some other people, they have the knowledge for that task, but they're not necessarily feeling super motivated. Okay. So I come and I sit down with them and I have lunch and I tell them what great work they're doing. And of course, I'm very honest too. So if I don't, if I don't think that they are doing a great job, I'm gonna say it <laughs> as well. And and that, that's like a huge part of being a senior scientist. And so, bro, like I've never expected my team to more than double in such short amount of time. Yes. And it's just thrilling. I mean, like having yeah. all these people interacting with all of them all the time and knowing that they are really like, they, they expect a lot from you. So yeah. it's a huge responsibility, as you said, but I mean, I remember how you dealt with students as a postdoc. Yeah. I remember uh, how, you know, they were insecure sometimes. They were, they didn't actually know what they were going to do in the lab. Uh, most of them actually never had an experience in the lab before. Mm -hmm. And you always managed to find um, passion in them. So they yeah. actually ended up doing something important, something nice and learning in the meantime. So. That is something that I told you to your HR, oh. to your recruiter, I, and, ah. and, and I was like, I was like, she has to know this, you know. Oh and he God. did a wonderful job. So, bro, I mean, I, I, I can't wait for you to tell me, you know, uh, what you think about the new company. Yes. Another question that I had for you was if the 
the actual, you know, like on a daily basis, if it would be too different in terms of, do you have to go on site very often or can you home office for most of the time? Is, is it going to change for you? That's a good one. And what is extremely exciting to me is that first it's a startup so they are very flexible uh, if you want to work let's say three days uh, of your week at home that's fine um, but what they also told me they were and they were very honest about it it's a startup they have a very nice hq being like constructed right now uh, being built mm -hmm. and the goal is to have kind of everyone on site just to try to infuse that uh, startup uh, mindset, you know? And yeah. what they told me and what convinced me to, and that's also probably why I took the offer. I, they told me that, of course, I was the manager of that aspect of the company, but they told me, you have a lot of skills and we would like you to apply those skills elsewhere. So even if it's not your mm -hmm. job, please talk with those people. You know, we want you like that's that's a big part of it. You have to discuss, you have to help the company grow as a whole. And so I like that because what I was missing, like within Illumina, was this like kind of collaboration aspect of it. You know, like when you're a postdoc, mm -hmm. you have like you are like on a dead end, you know, you don't know where you're going. The good thing is that you have your collaborators, you have your colleagues, you can mm -hmm. discuss with them. You can even discuss with other people outside the lab, you know, go to another lab. And what I like is that they told me that basically when I was interviewing, they were like, if you feel like you have an idea that is good for the company, please say it out loud even if it's at a big mm -hmm. meeting with everyone, because we will respect that. We want to grow, like everyone wants to grow. And that's also what I liked. And my manager uh, now, like at Illumina told me <laughs> after I took the offer, I know that you will be mm. a director very soon because you have the mindset of not just not just being a manager, but to really grow because you're the kind of person that will interact that will tell the truth, that will say this yeah. and that give ideas. And at some point they are like, we should not lose that guy. <laughs> so let's give him mm -hmm. a bigger job because we don't want to lose him. And I was like, that's so nice of you. And what was great too, um, reflecting on that again, my manager telling me how, like, how big of a rock star I am at my job right now, because that's not usually something that managers tell their employees because you, they, you don't want them to have like this kind of ego, you know, like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. good. And, and so what she told me was that losing me was gonna be pretty bad for uh, the team because they felt like, and my director told me that too. So like not even my manager. So I discussed with my manager, my senior manager and my director. And my director told me, we have superstars and we have you. And that's like even higher than superstar. She was like, you don't realize that when you go to a meeting, when you do something, like everyone respects what you're saying. And I'm like, but I joined a year ago. And she was like, yeah, but you're doing your job the way you should. Meaning that you're learning mm -hmm. and you're like, uh, kind of like, giving that back you know like you know and you will tell everyone what they can do with that knowledge and so on and so forth and that was insane for me to also 
learned that from my director, from my senior manager, from my manager telling me how big I was uh, part of that team, you know, uh, how important I was. And I also feel like it's part of your growth. You know, sometimes like taking mm -hmm. another position will give you that opportunity of getting that feedback, self-reflection on yourself, being like, if I'm like that right now, it was also probably a good idea to leave. Because when you are at that position, it means that you will probably not grow more. You know what I mean? Like if you're already the rock star kind of, and I did mm -hmm. not realize that. So I was still fine like doing my job, but you have to grow. And that's the bottom line of what we are saying today. I feel like everyone, um, and that's for our audience, if you feel like you're not being nurtured or if you feel like you're not learning too like enough you know and you want more you can say that to your manager if you're about but part of a big corporation like you should say that you know i want to deal with a small project i want to have something on my own you know like trying to grow and at this point that's where i realized that illumina was not going to offer me what I realized I wanted to do because I got this offer and I was like, oh yeah, fuck mm -hmm. yeah. I want to be the manager now, you know, <laughs> kind of. And, <laughs> and yeah, and so that's why when you get those emails on LinkedIn or like those, yeah, emails in your inbox, do not discard them right away. Try to see if one could be a good fit. That's what I did. I loved my job, my current job, <clears throat> but by not being blind and not saying, oh, I should not leave my company. You have to also to hear what others are offering, especially when inflation is so high. When you learn that for your resume, another company would kind of double your salary, it's also eye-opening. You know, it's like, but uh, okay, so why am I not getting that now, you know, within Illumina? Why are they not raising my salary right now, you know, just for me not to leave? And what I also realized is that they were not able to. So sometimes mm -hmm. you want a higher salary, you want a better position. It's fine to look elsewhere. I'm not saying that you should mm -hmm. apply elsewhere. But if you get contacted because one recruiter thinks that your CV match, matches pretty well the offer that they have, listen to them, you know? Exactly. At least you may lose one hour of your time. Is that bad? No, it's not bad. In my case, mm -hmm. I lost probably like, lost, quote unquote. Uh, probably like 20 hours of my time because it was intense. But what I also mm -hmm. liked is that for a startup doing this kind of big process to recruit a manager, shows that they are ready to recruit people. It's not just of a, hey, we want you to be a manager. And after two interviews, one-on-one, -on -one, hey, you have the job. Then you feel like you're not going to be a manager. In my case, yeah. I met with VPs, with SVPs, and what they told me is that my first week will be pretty much meeting the CEO, COO, and everyone. Because they're like, you're part of the leadership team. When you're a manager, you're part of the leadership team, kind of. Mm -hmm. And so you will meet those people because you're part of the big leadership team. And I was like, oh my God, that's, that's insane. That's insane. I was about to that's poop so myself. Awesome. When they told me that, I was <laughs> like, oh my God, what? Is that, is that true? And that's also what I was telling you. Like, it's part of your growth. If, if you get this kind of offer, 
don't feel too bad about leaving your job that you absolutely love today because you have to try sometimes and sometimes you have to fail too you know but if you were good at your previous job they may recruit you back if you want to come back they may just get you back that's what my senior manager told me she was like just give me a ring like if in six months you're not fine there give me a ring you're hired and it's just because I love what I'm doing right now. And mm-hmm. that also give me the safety, you know, kind of. Like, I'm living, but if I want to go back, I could, potentially. So, that's that's amazing, bro. Yeah, I, I feel good. I feel good. I, I still haven't realized that I will be a manager. And one thing I wanted to add is that I feel like managers are allowed to choose between PCs and Macs. So, I may get a Mac. Oh. Okay, that's like the best part. I, I know. I, I, I'm I'm in now. <laughs> that's what I told my Bro, my, my manager. So awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my that's god, that's so awesome, bro. Yes. I mean, yes. yeah, like I, I, it's a really exciting time in your life, mm-hmm. and I think you should, in you know, embrace it just like you did. I yeah. mean, I after you know speaking to you and speaking to your recruiter, I. I caught myself thinking about the decision you were about to make mm-hmm. and uh, and I was like, okay, Lumina, it's an empire, so yeah, such a huge name, such <laughs> right it, a strong tradition and so on. but then yeah this and I mean, I think you and I are in that phase of our lives in that age where it's dumb not to take challenges. it's yes. just. It's just like an opportunity that life is giving you. Mm-hmm. It's a win-win situation. You mm-hmm. either succeed or you grow a lot and succeed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yes. it's crazy. So, mm-hmm. bro, I, I'm really happy, super excited. And I can't wait to hear more about it when you're actually starting and, and yes. you know, tell us how you feel and how okay. you're liking it. Yes. And bro, I mean, I'm... I just can't wait. I think our next episodes are going to be full of like life, what's <laughs> happening, plus video games, plus stock market. I think our, our conversations are going better and better. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, I feel the same. And we have, we definitely have to touch uh, upon the, the stock market probably in the next episode yeah. because what is going on today, it's big and we probably don't know how big that is. <laughs> which makes sense. I don't know if it, if that makes sense, but yeah, we probably have to touch base on that. And bro, before we end we we end the episode, I just wanted to ask you because it's part of our tradition and today we did not discuss really video games. Um mm. and I just wanted to know if you played a game recently during COVID, for instance. Did you play Smash? <laughs> bro, I played Smash during COVID. And I mean, one thing that I must tell you, I can beat Elite Smash even when I have a fever. So that's that's pretty awesome. I'm very <laughs> proud of myself. My my Pokemon trainer didn't lose a match even when I was having a fever. Uh, but other than that, bro, I did play Kirby Star Allies again. Okay. Okay. You know, like how I had a few stages till the the very last boss. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that game is just so much fun. It is. And it's a baby game. We discussed <laughs> baby games in the past because yes. how of how nice and easy they are to have fun with. 
for sure. So, bro, I had a blast with Kirby again, and then I, by playing Kirby, Star Allies again, and then going back to to uh, Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. That's when I realized, bro, like the moves are just perfect. Like wow. I started to compare the moves from you know Kirby's game to Kirby's move in the game, and I was like, okay, these guys are too good. Like they thought of everything. So, bro. <laughs> That's pretty much what I played. I had a lot of fun. And I want to know about you because like right now you have so many platforms to play with. So <laughs> I'm, I'm just wondering like PC, Switch, PS4 or Xbox? <laughs> Bro, that's, that's true. Like I have a lot of platforms right now. Um, and the bad thing with having a bigger salary is that you can invest uh, in new stuff too. <laughs> I don't know if that's good for me because at some point I may just buy a PS5 because just because I can. Is it yes, good? I don't do know. It. I have no idea. You, you won't regret it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, one thing that I wanted to tell you, and that's a big news. I bought a new TV, bro. I bought a new TV. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. And I know it's the end of the episode. Oh God, so tell us everything. Uh, do you want to hear everything or should we save that for a new episode? That's really up to you. I, I just want to know, okay, so like, just tell us what model it is and if it's worth it or not. Okay, so um, <clears throat> I'm bad at stuff, you know, because I saw that on Amazon. It was a big sale that day and LG TV, you know that I love LG mm-hmm. and my current oh, TV yeah. is an LG. And I knew that I had to go for LG because uh, the way they show the image uh, is not like try to be unbiased as possible. You know, before with Samsung, it was more of a they have bright colors and it's probably like too much. You know, with LG, Mm -hmm. it's not like that. And so my current TV was HDR, 4K, but LED. Okay, just a LED TV, which is fine, Um, Mm -hmm. bro. (sighs) I saw that LG. 65 inches, which is slightly bigger than my current one that is 55 inches, OLED, mm-hmm. LG G1. So one oh of the God. very expensive What a beast. What a beast. What a beast, bro. I mean, ever <laughs> since I was in San Diego, like I, I, I remember going to Best Buy with you a couple of times and you were like staring at that TV and saying, one day I'm going to have an OLED. So yep. there you go, bro. And it's been so first, what I did not realize when I bought that TV, I was like, hey, that's fine. It's just a new TV. It's a big expense right now, but it's going to be fine. What I did not realize is that I had to buy new cables. So like new HDMI cables because it was high refresh rate. So it's basically going to up to 180 or 120 hertz, which is very good for video game, video gaming. And so I had to buy new cables, HDMI cables, just to make sure that my Xbox was going to be able to send that signal to the TV. So first, new HDMI cables, first. Second, new Apple TV, because I'm not throwing away my old TV. So I had to buy another Apple TV. And we know that those shit are are expensive. So I had to spend Mm -hmm. another 150 bucks on a new Apple TV. By the way, the new remote that comes with the new Apple TV is outstanding. It's amazing. Ah, I don't know it yet. I'm going to look for pictures. It's amazing. Oh my God. It's amazing. And today is not a review because we are at the end of the episode. So let's 
cut mm-hmm. it to the end, kind of. The LG G1 OLED TV is mind-blowing. It's... So I have my old TV in my bedroom right now. It's installed. Mm-hmm. I have, like, some old consoles. I'm saying old. They are not old. I have my PS4. I have my Switch now in the bedroom because I feel like it's more appropriate. I usually tend to play by myself. And so like doing that on the bed, it's probably easier. I can also play on my uh, chair that I have for my desk, uh, which is a very Mm -hmm. comfy chair, ergonomic chair. Um, I also have my gaming PC that now is connected to my old TV. So now I can play with one controller on that big screen that is 4K, uh, my, like playing from my PC, which is amazing. So I love that. But going back to the LG G1, because that's the big thing. Bro, the, the image quality is amazing. It's outstanding. So first you get true blacks. Oh and of course they tell you that you get true blacks, but it's it's... Mm-hmm true enough that I have to turn off some lights in the evening just so that I don't get the reflection on the OLED panel. That's insane. So it's as if the the TV was off. And so when you have some lights that are kind of reflecting on the the TV, you see them. So I have to turn off some lights just so that you have an idea. Oh my God. Bro. And then when you turn off some lights and you dim the other ones that are not reflecting on the TV, then you put your AirPods Max on your ears because that's what that's what we do these days. Uh, we do not use the home pods that we have as a sound bar kind of when we are watching mm-hmm. movies. We put the AirPods Max because we can put the volumes not to maximum but like to a good level to not uh, wake up the kids. Bro, AirPods Max are amazing. I'm not reviewing them today, but they fit so well with the new TV because I feel like I'm probably in the best theater ever the oh my god the image is so crisp it's so like everything is so fluid you know like i i I cannot even describe it so when i'm watching soccer and i did watch one soccer game like sometimes you know you see the ball kind of lagging that happens and it's not because tvs are bad but that happens you need a very super high refresh rate but now can you imagine having the best quality ever and seeing the ball perfectly crisp going to point A to point B without a fucking single lag? I was wow. like, what is going on? You know, what is going on in my living room? And, uh, and the last thing is that the TV is like super, super thin. It's like one centimeter and a half. And the stand is recessed within the TV. So when you push it towards the wall, it's basically TV on the wall. It's like uh, the frame from Samsung, you know, like TVs that are basically Mm -hmm. on the wall. And Mm -hmm. so, of course, I had to put cables on the wall. And like that, that was a big, big thing. I did it by myself. It was fun, but whatever. Yes. And now... When you sit down, you have your controller, you have your Xbox Series X, and you have this TV, outstanding TV, bro. It's mind-blowing. That's what oh I would call next-gen. That's, that's next-gen. Uh-huh. Next-gen is not having a next-gen console. Next-gen is having a TV that blows your mind even more than the console itself. So I was mm-hmm. playing... <laughs> 
that's a big game that I've been playing a lot lately because COVID, whatever. Mm. I've been playing a first-person shooter. I'm fairly sure you did not see that coming, bro. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm so surprised right now. I was expecting some sort of baby game, bro. No, no, it was... It's uh, it's Far Cry Five. So I'm actually Far playing Cry. F- Far Cry. I'm I'm playing mm-hmm. Far Cry Five because it arrived mm. on Game Pass last week, actually. Mm. And I've been a big Far Cry fan uh, with like the first and the second installment of the series when I was young, and it was on my gaming PC, of course. And the graphics were not exactly the same as today, but like. At the time, it was mind-blowing. So I was like, you know what? Let's install it. And to tell you the whole truth, I did not install it at first. I played on the cloud because that's what you can do. So you can test the game. And so I was playing for like one hour and a half. And then Pauline was like, fucking install the game. What's the point of having a Series X with 4K graphics and like super smooth graphics to play on the cloud where sometimes you may have some lags and so on. And so I installed it and took over the next day, okay? The good thing is that you play on the cloud, your save is there on your console the next day. So you don't lose your progress, Perfect. which is good. That's, that's awesome. good. Yeah, and no, that's awesome. Bro, I took my controller and I experienced 4K gaming for the first time in my life. Of course, I played uh, Forza, but I did not play Forza Motorsport on my big TV on the LG G1, I did not. Uh, That's something I should do probably to be like mind blown again. But with Far Mm -hmm. Cry, with those graphics that are insane, it's so immersive that yesterday I played for five hours. Five fucking hours without even noticing. Can you imagine? Like I'm a busy guy. I usually don't spend like more than one or two hours playing video games, if I'm lucky. Five hours. And Pauline was like, I was seeing you enjoying with your headset, with your controller, with your new TV. I did not tell you anything. So I started at 1 p.m., finished at 6. And bro, bro. (laughs) it was intense. And I love this game first. Like Far Cry 5 is amazing if you like FPS uh, games. Bro, like intense um i'm well advanced and one thing that i realized and that's something that we discussed in the past is that ubisoft plus remember the the streaming service or like the the service the cloud service from ubisoft Mm -hmm. is actually good because you get all the ubisoft games all of them with no limitations i think it's 15 bucks a month but i realized that with one game i played so much because the game is Amazing. With Game Pass mm-hmm. today, we have amazing games, but it's mostly old games. Um, and of course, some of them are great, uh, made by Microsoft, and they are amazing. I'm not saying that it's bad, but for instance, playing FIFA 22, you play 30 minutes and you're done. You know, like I'm not going to play FIFA mm-hmm. for five hours. But I was in that game, AAA game, on my Xbox, and I was like, bro, the moment Ubisoft Plus comes to Game Pass, and it's coming. It's coming, probably this year. Uh, you will have to pay extra 
it's not going to be included. Okay. But what uh, Ubisoft is going to do is to release some of those games on Game Pass for free, just to tell you how mm. good that is and that you can subscribe on mm -hmm. top of it. And basically, everything will be synced through Game Pass. So it's going to be Ubisoft Plus oh. through Game Pass, which is something I love. So I will be able to play on my phone, on my PC, whatever, everywhere. And bro, Far Cry made me realize that AAA games in the cloud are actually amazing because I was able to play for an hour or so in the cloud without having to install a game that is like 70 gigs big. That's big. You cannot wow. install a 70 That's gigs big. game like over an hour. Mm. Like it takes more. No. And what I was able to do that day was to play, enjoy a lot and realize that I could just click install and the next day come back to my console and everything was ready to go. And that's, to me, next-gen. That's truly next-gen. Yeah. I was kind of playing a demo, but it's not a demo. It's the actual game in the cloud on my Series X. And I could have done the same mm -hmm. on my phone. And what I realized is that I, f I really hope that Sony is kind of understanding that this is the true next-gen. You know, like truly realize that there is no good platform, but it's more of a catalog of the games uh, that should be available everywhere. To me, what would be fair is to have Game Pass on uh, PlayStation, for instance. You know, you don't mm -hmm. want to choose the platform. You don't want to choose your controller. You just want the games. It would be fair yeah. to have some kind of like just services that you pay for and enjoy them, whatever the platform. Because right now, today, bro, I can tell you that I will probably play Far Cry tonight because I love that game. I'm so into it now. I unlocked so many vehicles and like so many weapons and it's that's an FPS and I'm 33 years old and I'm still playing an FPS <laughs> like, like a fucking student that is 19 years old and I enjoy myself. And I, bro, I, I don't know what to say because I'm surprised myself. That's insane. Do you have questions? Bro, I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked, actually, bro, <laughs> that you're playing. Oh, my God. That, that was, like, the last game I would ever guess. Yes, I knew but it. But, I mean, it makes sense. Like, you have a brand new setup that offers you this... How can I say this? The whole experience, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, and a, a first-person game is something that, if you have the right setup, mm -hmm. it becomes really emerging oh, it becomes yeah. really like mind-blowing right yes. so bro i mean I, I think that you should review this game with me at some point maybe okay. try to convince me because that's a game i personally would not play okay just because you know it's not my kind of game yeah but you look so excited now yeah. that I, I i'm wondering if i should take a look at it uh, what is crazy bro because i have some experience with fps games and for me, because I was a purist at the time, for me, the way to play an FPS game is with a keyboard and a mouse. You know, mm -hmm. I was kind of like the person saying, you need a gaming PC. And that's also why I bought a gaming PC, because I didn't want to limit myself to some games that you can only play on consoles. What is funny, bro, and I played some FPS on PlayStation in the past, and I know mm -hmm. that you're gonna like be like reacting to this one because that's a big one 
I feel like the Xbox controller is amazing for FPS games. It's diff yeah, it's different from uh, the DualShock. And the way I used to play with my DualShock FPSs, I was lost. It was not intuitive. Mm. Uh, the fact that you have two joysticks side by side is not the way to go. Uh, meaning that you want to click buttons and it's not intuitive. Now, because the, the thing is asymmetric, I can touch buttons having my hands at the same levels, meaning that when I want to shoot, aim and so on, my, uh, my, my thumbs are at the same level. They, bro, everything makes sense. And I was wow. at first lost because I was like, ah, it's not gonna work. I, I'm gonna install it on my gaming PC. And after a few hours, I was like, it's so much better. It's so much better. Cool. It's not the same, but the fact that you can drive, for instance, uh, a monster truck, because you can drive monster trucks <laughs> in Far Cry 5, <laughs> with your controller, it's so much better than having to like press A or this and that and like Z, Q, S, D. That, that's not working all the time. Bro, I love the Xbox Series X controller. Uh, oh, which, man, I'm so which, happy to hear that. Isn't it crazy? Because we we like we had this feeling that the the controller was not great, and we could not really realize why people liked it. And now I do mm -hmm. understand why. People are just probably playing like Call of Duty and like stuff around those lines on their Xbox, and that's probably why they like the controller because it makes more sense when you're playing FPSs. With other games, I never felt a difference between like DualShock and uh, this, the Xbox controller, but with FPSs, bro, like it's, it's so different. It's so much better. And yeah, like I'm kind of happy because I also feel like it was a good thing to move to Xbox with that, um, mm -hmm. with that generation because I'm learning. I'm learning new stuff. I'm enjoying games that I never thought I would play ever again, like FPSs, can exactly. you imagine? And bro... It also opens up on a, on a thing that you, you probably also realized is that we are busy, but this kind of next-gen gaming, meaning that you can play and test a game, if you don't like it, you don't even have to install it. It's so convenient because sometimes I was just afraid of losing my entire evening downloading a game where I would not be able to fully enjoy it and probably the next day would not have the feeling to play it. Now I can just mm -hmm. go with what I feel like doing. You know, I want to try this game. I'm going to try it. And that's when you realize that you want to install or not. And it's so funny because it's like next gen demo games. It's like you're testing, but you're actually testing the game, which is mind blowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, what a wonderful setup that you got. And I mean... <laughs> I, I can see how excited you are about this game and about the whole experience. So I, I am ready for like a short review, maybe okay. next episode. Okay. Okay. Just so that, you know, we, yes. we learn more. And I mean, I want to know about the storyline and all that stuff. Because I mean, yeah. I, I think it's one of the reasons why I, I, I wouldn't necessarily choose this game to play because I feel like there isn't one. Oh, I know. Uh, but I might be wrong. 
I mean, um, so far, far Cry, it's always like a big shot, you know, like usually like the storyline is not bad, but it's not amazing. The fact mm-hmm. is that it's usually Ubisoft Montreal that is developing those games and those guys are good. So those guys were the ones creating the first Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2, all the big Assassin's Creed, like the big games, not the bad ones, but like the big ones are coming mm-hmm. from Ubisoft Montreal. And um, they did the same with Far Cry. Uh, usually like the big Far Cries, they are coming from Ubisoft Montreal. The bad ones, they are coming from Ubisoft uh, Toronto, uh, which is not exactly mm-hmm. the same, even if it's still Ubisoft. <laughs> and so usually like those guys, they are taking it to the next level. So they are trying to, uh, for instance... Uh, bro, yeah, let's do a review. Let's do a quick review next time. Yes, it's, yes we have to. It's, it's so intense that I don't want to like just go through it very fast. But bro, let me tell you one thing that I will do before the next episode. I'm going to try to install it on my gaming PC just to try mm-hmm. to have a side-by-side comparison with uh, like keyboard mouse and Xbox controller. Because that's not something that I that's tested. And it's the actual same game. So it would be super funny to see how I enjoy Far Cry the best. Would it be on my awesome gaming setup in the living room or would it be in my uh, bedroom slash man cave? Bro, <laughs> I, 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 feel like, I feel like it may be like very, a very close shot. I, I don't know if I will like more on my PC. Like the thing is, my PC is amazing in terms of graphics probably not higher than my xbox series x but the fact is that i have a gaming uh, monitor right there of course mm-hmm. my big tv is amazing we know it but i did not buy the tv for its gaming performance so we'll right. see we'll see interesting. Uh, yeah i'm gonna do a side by side comparison if you want <laughs> yes yes i do 100 percent. let us know i mean i think we're all excited because i mean you you're like a very traditional PC gaming guy, and and so I'm I'm actually so happy and a bit surprised to see how much you're enjoying the yeah the same. Xbox controller. I mean, same, unbelievable, bro, unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so yeah, one thing that I would like to say again is that if you have an Xbox and you probably have Game Pass already, but if you don't it's probably a good thing to try Game Pass because, of course, you do not have all the best games on the planet. I'm not going to lie about it. It's a big catalog, but it's not all the best games. They are working on mm-hmm. it, and they are very serious about it, so I feel like in like one or two years, it's going to be basically only AAA games on Game Pass, but yeah. with the side effect of probably having to pay more for Game Pass. Right now, mm-hmm. it's at 15 mm-hmm. bucks a month, which is not too big, but I, I see where it could be going, you know? I wouldn't be surprised if in, like, one or two years it's, it's at, like, 20 or 25. Because if you have only mm-hmm. AAA games, like, where are they getting the money, like, from? You know, they have to yeah, get money. Exactly. So I, I feel like it's going to probably, like, they are going to ra- raise the prices. So now is a good time to enter Game Pass just to see if it's a good mm-hmm. fit for you. Um, and again, Far Cry 5... That's a massive AAA game. Like, that's a game that was sold by millions, you know, at the time. So, uh, it's old. I mean, it's from 2018. So, it's not super uh, recent. But it's it's truly 4K. 
it's amazing and they remastered it for the new generation so like uh the, the series x and ps5 so bro like mind-blowing i'm gonna keep all the details for my review but you will be surprised because fps's now are part of games that i'm gonna look for in the future which which is crazy because i'm not like that i was not like that no. anymore but i mean you're you're actually enjoying an xbox controller and that's the game you're reviewing bro i mean <laughs> We are evolving. <laughs> Game Bros is something That's else so, today. It's, <laughs> it's something so awesome. else entirely. <laughs> it's so awesome. It's so awesome. And oh. we did not see that coming. But at the same time, it was a good thing to try something new because I felt like FPSs were not part of my life anymore. And I'm not saying that I'm going to play Call of Duty. Uh, but you know what? Maybe I should give it a try. It's crazy, mm -hmm. right? It's, oh my God. It's it's unbelievable but bro i'm so happy to see that that you're excited <laughs> and enjoying your platforms to the fullest that's awesome <laughs> it was an amazing episode guys so today was episode 38 for episode 39 we'll probably like do a market review like stock market review because a lot of things are going on of course we had covid but we are still investing we will keep all the details oh, yeah. for the next uh, episode but yeah like today or like these days it's kind of like we are in a trouble uh, situation, like we don't know where to go necessarily. So we, we will keep that and all the details for the next episode. We probably have a lot to talk about, to be honest. Uh, we kind of will mm -hmm. do probably a portfolio update, like just to tell like everyone if we are in the red or in the green or like where the, the portfolio is trending, you know, uh, like just to be fully transparent because we, we, we did and explained what we had in our portfolio like two or three months ago now. And it's probably a good right. idea to tell everyone where it's going now and what we are doing. Are we selling? Are we buying more? What are we doing? So probably a good thing for the next episode. Bro, as usual, it was amazing. It was such a pleasure. I'm so happy that you recovered fully with Kenny because, yeah, COVID is bad, but now it's like, it's done. What can we do? Uh, we got it. We recovered successfully uh, from it, uh, which is good. Um, and yeah, so, bro, thank you so much for that episode. Thank you so, so much. Oh, bro, the, the episode was amazing. I mean, I'm just so happy that we are recording again. Mm -hmm. So happy that, you know, you're healthy and with so much wonderful stuff going on in our lives. And, fuck right, I mean, I, I couldn't right. be happier, bro. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, the next episode is going to be a bit of on, on, on stock market and portfolio and so on. And, and this review, I think, is going to yes. be awesome for this game. Yes. But then the 40th episode is coming. And then oh. I think we should do something really, really nice for the 40th episode. So bro. let's put our heads together and think about something amazing to chat about. Because, yes. bro, the 41 has to be epic. Oh, my God. I'm so ready for this one. Bro, as usual, always a pleasure. Thank you so, so much. And thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, because, like, of course, it's a discussion between, like, two game bros. Uh, one that is in Brazil, one that is in uh, the US. And But still, like, it's so much fun and so great to, to, to know that you are listening to us. Um, yeah. It's humbling, too. 
uh, because for us, it's like it takes no time to prepare because we are enjoying those conversations. So thank you mm -hmm. again for listening to us, for sticking with us. It means uh, it means so much to us. It means the world to us. Absolutely, 100%. Bro, thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening to us. I hope that you liked this episode. There was a lot of content and uh, I think the next ones are going to be full of content as well but i mean we're having a blast yes. and, and bro as always have a wonderful week and love your brother it's great to talk to you